What's good? What's good? It's your boy Cav Guy back with a new podcast. I know I've been going for a while, but I just had to come back with something new um, for this second of the podcast. We're doing a podcast on um, it's called Locker Room Talk. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, uh, just want to know what it's all about being a, an athlete and what goes on in the locker room. So, you know, we're we bringing you something hot. Uh, today, I got my boy Matt with me. Hey, what's good, Matt? What's good? What's good, everybody? You know, my name is Matt from San Diego, California. Uh, I met my boy here from uh, playing football. You know, it's a great person, great football mind. So, you know, we over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Matt, so, uh, yeah, so I know, hey, just just give me, just give us a little background, like your football background, your mindset of just, just like where you, where you grew up and like, and like what made you want to play football. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give this, walk, walk through that sort for me. I just wanted to play football. Right. I just saw a bunch of men, you know? It's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of good influences, you know, a lot of like good male influences where I came from, you know, on my side of town. So football was really the first place, you know, I could get, you know, good, you know, right. other than my father, you know, where I could get good guidance, you know, good discipline. Right. Like, That's what, hey, but so, so like growing up though, like, was you like one of those kids that was like highly talented? Like you had all the tangibles, like football was like the perfect sport for you or was like, or was like, was you good at something else? I was just, I was just hella physical. Like I could run, I could jump. I just right. didn't, I couldn't hone it in. I just need somebody to coach me up and hone it in. Like basketball was followed out. Baseball was too technical. I just needed somebody to just channel all the physicality and make it into a, you know, decisive, you know, right. efficient thing. Right. Hey, uh, did you perfect. play? So did you play pop winter ball? Then? Oh, I played one year. I played one year. So oh, okay, I didn't play okay. football yeah, until yeah. I was in eighth grade. Actually, <laughs> so yeah, so I went in there. I went in there <laughs> crazy. I didn't even know what a first down was. I was just over there running, hitting. I was just. I was confused what, what, as hell, but who was, who was your first position playing uh, uh, Pop Warner Ball? Hey, hey I play offensive hey, guard. Hey, and hey, tell me why yeah. that's, a, that's, like, <laughs> that's like the uh, the starter, the starter uh, positions when you playing ball. Like I feel like every athlete that started off, whether you moved to a different position, your first position was on a line of scrimmage, bro. Oh yeah, because that's just that's football. Football is all about the line of scrimmage. You learn the fundamental base fundamental blocking you know attacking a block just putting your right. will against another man putting him away right. you know moving another man and that's where you kind of the high school game is kind of changing you know they, they're kind of going away from that the physicality so pop warner is where you learn everything right. all the how to set the edge you know how to spill right you know I, how, I, how to I tackle i just definitely agree with you on that because so. i know back when i played pop warner ball and we're gonna tap into that high school stuff because i feel like that's important but I know back when I played high school ball, Pop Pop been coaching for like like thirty years, so it was de- it was destined for me to play the game. But yep. for me, it didn't it didn't come so easy because see, like when you in the hood and you playing, you know, throw a tackle and you running, I'm doing tricks and shit, running by dudes, and it's easy because it's no pads, you know what I'm saying? So like it, that, that 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 was cool. But when it's trying yes. to put the pads on, that 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 fear level of saying, oh shit, like this dude in front of me gonna got potential to just knock me out. And so I, it kind of scarred me a little bit because I didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't know what to what to think. So my first position, I mean, my first time playing ball, I actually quit 
like I quit. I was, you know what I'm saying? I believe it was uh, a tiny mite or whatever the case may be, you know, elementary school, you know what I'm saying? Fifth grade, sixth grade, I, I, it, it didn't cut it for me. You know, they, and, and, and not only that, bro, but it was probably one of football, you can agree, bro. When you do the one-on-one tackling drill, how you lay on your back, you get up and you run full speed to the kid. Like, hey, I'll say this right now. When it comes to just drills, Pop Warner is a lot more physical in nature than high school these days. I mean, we was doing angle tackling from like 20 yeah. yards out. Hey, 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 drill. hey, you in the, like, you in the bull ring, you in the middle when the coaches <laughs> hey, yell out a number, you turn it right, you don't know where it's coming yep. from. <laughs> Yo, yes, they, they build a soldier to Pop Warner. Hey, I, and that, and that's the reason you. why I quit, bro, because at, at that point, I'm like, damn, you know, I didn't know... I knew I knew that you know wrap up you know and they teach you all that but when it, when you you can't control the tempo of Pop Warner because these kids only know how to go fast they're kids they got all this energy they just run into each other you know at that age because I was young so I was like damn man I really wish I understood it you know so I'm like you shit I didn't really physically play football like really make the team until my uh, eighth grade year you know uh, 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 like uh, middle school. It was crazy though because I got most athletic in middle school, like playing, you know, throw a tackle in the grass and shit in middle school, playing basketball, you know, always in PE class, dressed up, ready to go to work, you know. But it was just something about the game of football to me that took a while. And I think it was just getting used to the contact in my ear, you know, and then the physicality part, you know, because I, I didn't want to be physical. I wanted to be a finesse. I always thought I was going to be a receiver. But my first position, bro, I remember, hey, I never forget, I played for the demos, the LA demos in Cali, dog. My, my my first time ever playing in a scrimmage game, I was playing defense at end, and that, that damn tackle down blocked, and I came off the edge untouched, and they ran a dive right to me. I don't know if I hit that dude hard or he hit me hard. I just know it was a loud collision, and he fell. I, I, I guess I made the play, and at that moment, that's when I knew football was for me. That's when I knew that the calf guy was going to oh, yeah. be out there making plays, knowing that all I had to do was get used to the contact. And that's and that's and that's all it took. Yeah. That's facts. First person I knocked out, I looked to the sideline. I saw the way the people look, my coaches mm-hmm. look, how elated they were. Just people coming up to me after the game telling me what right. I did and just that feeling. Hey, that, that's what made hey, me want to play. And, and, that, and that's true too. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't and I always shared I my, I didn't have that much of a support system for me playing the game of football besides my father being a coach, you know what I'm saying, being here. And stuff like that. That's I guess that was a that was a shit. That was my only, you know, my only pride to really take. You know, my sisters probably showed up every so often, but my mom, bro, and, and this is what I tell young athletes too, because we in a society nowadays where everything's under a microscope with with social media and just no understanding the importance of a presence. Like I felt like me personally, my mom never seen me play a game of football. If I can go back and do it again, I would ask one thing: Is she ever see me just play? I'm talking about one down, one quarter, one snap. She's never seen me do none of that. Yeah, my mom, <laughs> she hated the game. It was too physical. Like, like my family came right. here to get away from violence, you know, from Africa, and they going they going here and seeing controlled chaos. I mean, I think I think one time, um, I think my mom was at the game. Like it was like a kickoff, and I. It was just a loud collision. I, I smacked dude in the ball. The ball, nobody even caught the ball. It was a touchback. I smacked mm-hmm. dude. He didn't get back up for my, for a minute. Right. Now she had me woozy too. And she, she in the stands tripping, people trying to calm right. her down. Like that's just a regular play. So it's not it's not for no, everybody. I, I it's, agree. Like, it's a man's, which, which man's brings game. Which brings me to my point. Talk about uh 
talk about your junior college experience. I know I'm not sure what your expectations was coming out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I feel like everybody has their own little story when it comes to that. But talk about your junior college experience. Or did you even have opportunity to go D1? What was that all about? Well, it all starts in middle school. Um, I had won a scholarship for the San Diego Padres. Uh, a couple a couple racks, but uh, I just told them, like, my life story, my family background. They got inspired by my family background. So um, they offered right. me, you know, a lump sum to go to college. And then from that day, my high school experience was, was tilted for me to become a scholar. But it wasn't conducive with my my own desire right. to, to be a great football player. So that's why I didn't get a lot of the support in football because I was neglecting, you know, academics. I was trying to be something I'm not, right. you know, scholar. That's just not me. Like, I'm not, I'm not calling myself dumb, but God <laughs> right. didn't bless me. No, I feel you. I, in that I area. feel you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was, you know, I had to, I remember one time I had to, my mom was trying to let me go to my Man. senior uh, playoff game. Yeah, we had like a second round CIF versus uh, Vista High School. Big game. Trying to Man. go to the game. She tried to keep me away from the game. So it was just a struggle. I never, I can never go all mm-hmm. in because I had my family tugging at me. I'm not going to blame them. You know, I should have been more of a man. Just be like, look, this is this is going to be better for our future. Because I mean, I got all types of perks and right. free stuff just for playing football. It's unfortunate, but that's how the world works. You get more you get more for doing things or entertainment type things rather than something that's, uh, I mm. guess, portrayed as more honorable, mm. as scholastic. So I think that just, that contributed to me not being able to secure, you know, like a scholarship at a high school. And also I just wasn't fully developed. I, I think right. my thing is I played too many positions. Like where uh, at our school we played like an old school offense, you know we played like a little bit of single wing, some options. So like we playing with a with a tailback, fullback, tight end, right? So when we right. go into spread formation, I gotta go play Z. You know I'm running you know ten yard outs, post routes. I didn't get to stick at one and really develop, so I was I wasn't really an option. So mm-hmm. I just decided to go to uh, JUCO because I knew like uh, I had a cousin at the time who went JUCO. He had went to Syracuse playing fullback. And he just told me about the experience, you know, the pros and the cons. So I just I just left Juco, the college right. thing alone and just went straight to Juco. And, uh, right. That's a whole hey, nother I, story. I'm already man. knowing. Crazy, like, I'm already knowing. But hey, for you you young guys out there, man, hey, y'all need to know that uh that um uh, and, and you can attest to this too. Uh academics can definitely play a, a huge part in your success at the next level. I'm obviously speaking, you know, if you're a freshman in high school and you think because you are just that damn talented, which in most cases, in some cases, I'll say, you get the benefit of the doubt. You get, you know, the, you know, a low, a low tier D1 scholarship, you know, based on, you know, you know, your grades. But most importantly, academics is always first, you know, always first. Like I'm a definitely, I'm a product of my environment because for me, and I'm like you, bro, I, I really felt like I wasn't blessed academically. I remember when I was in middle school and I told a teacher that you're going to have to give me some type of candy or some type of like, you know, a prize for this for me, you know, trying because I really didn't care for academics. I really just felt like because I was gifted, I was fast, I was quick, 
you know, uh, when I got to high school, I was, you know, you know, working my way up to play varsity. Um, you know, when I was a sophomore high school, I was at Sarah. I had five interceptions in four games. You know, they were looking at me. I was getting my varsity number, you know, and everything was good. That's all I knew. Not only that, you took a kid out the hood. I came straight out the hood and went to a Catholic school, a Catholic school that's nationally ranked, that's well-known around the country. And I'm starstruck at this point. I'm seeing Pete Carroll in the hallway, Ken Norton. You know, I'm working out for them, for them, you know what I'm saying? Because we have some five-star guys there. And I, I, I forgot the whole thing that came first was academics. I'm here just thinking that football is, has gotten me out the hood. My dad was fortunate enough to get me out of Fremont High School because Fremont was bad as hell. Fremont was riding. I'm talking about, bro, I'm talking about every single day it was all out fight, black versus Mexicans. It was shooting. It was stabbings early in the morning. I mean, police is on horses. It basically a place of failure for me if I wanted to succeed, you know, academically and or athletically, you know, but when I got to Sarah High School, you know, I had a lot of opportunity. It was like the a perfect opportunity that any kid could ever ask for, and I screwed it up. Like I fucked it up. Like I, I not only did I fumble it, I, I fumbled that motherfucker on a crucial situation and didn't give it a chance to recover, and we lost the game. That's how bad I felt. Um, so, but to, to 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 wrap that up though, I still had a great high school, you know, career. Because I was able to go to uh, Cal Berkeley camp and get my name on a poster, you know, on a dorm room thing, you know, and then being able to get recruited by some big level schools and getting some, you know, some some low interest letters and things like that from some of these schools, these major schools. And I kind of felt like, damn, you know, I got an opportunity to grow. But here again, and I'm going to share this, bro, because I really don't talk about it, though. But my, I made second team. I made, I made second team all league. And in our division, and uh, when I transferred out of Sarah, I went to Hartown High School, and you know I was scored, you know, a bunch of touchdowns. Like you know, like when we didn't score a lot, I was would be like fifty something to seven, I'll score that touchdown, or you know, or six or something like that, you know. And I was able to score my junior year. I was able to score four touchdowns when I got there, uh, thanks to my boy AJ. We had a, hey, that's my that's my dog, my nigga AJ. That's my dog. That motherfucker, hey, you will see him right now. And that motherfucker built like a like like a Boston bait man. That that's the biggest motherfucker you'll see. But that motherfucker was throwing <laughs> that thing. Hey, that motherfucker was throwing that thing. And he, you know, he he it's that's my guy to this day. I, I ride yeah. for that man. But um yeah, he he looked out for me, man, and you know, made the made the opportunity great for me. But we played in a really good conference. And uh, I believe that show All American, bro, to be honest, that show All American, that dude, the show was all about went to Beverly Hills High School, they was in our conference. They was in our conference. That's true shit. So if, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, I believe we played against dude. You know, uh, probably my junior year, he was a senior. Because all I'm going to tell you is they whooped our ass bad. It was like 60-something to six or something like that. I don't, I don't even know if I did score or not. And, it, bro, they whooped our <laughs> ass bad. But uh, anyway, but yeah, so I made second team all-league uh, DB two years in a row. You know, out the Ocean League division. You know, we, we, we didn't win a single game. Bro, I'm talking about not a single game. And it, on average, teams were beating us by 40 on average. You know, I'm, I'm I'm getting interceptions. I'm doing things. I'm having a little success. You know, 96-yard kickoff returns to the crib. Just, you know, doing some things, trying to be a positive spark. It was at that moment, though, that I felt like I was against the wall, that everything I had to do was strictly for the game of football. Like, I was, I was defending football more than anything. Even my surroundings, even, you know, academically, I never saw my counselor in high school. You know, I, I went, to, I, I was in, I was in classes, but I really wasn't there. Um, I had a backpack that didn't have shit in it, but a folder for art because I loved the art class that I had at that time. It was intro level art, and I had a chick. You know what I'm saying? So at that at that point, you know, I really didn't value education. I was just you know a, a student 
of, of, of the game of football, but not the game of the classroom, if that makes sense. You feel me? Like I was a student on a football field because I can tell you what, what NFL games is going on. I can tell you what college games is going on. I can tell you who's nationally ranked in high school, but I couldn't tell you anything about academics. Not that I wasn't dumb. It's just because I didn't apply myself. You know what I'm saying? I... Yeah, that's yeah, that's for sure. When Huddle <laughs> came out, I had the most hours out of the whole team. Right. I was a student of the game. Telling you, yeah, and I had kind of had that same uh, that same experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I was supposed to go to Hoover High School. You know, Hoover High yeah, School the, at the time mm-hmm. was one of the craziest schools. You know, in the city. You know, race, race wars. Oh, oh I thought you were talking you about know, uh, Hoover I'm High School. Thinking, I'm thinking the one in Texas or the one in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, on TV. yeah but it. it uh, nah, nah, but this is Hoover High School in uh, San Diego. One of the crazy. It was crazy at the time. So, <laughs> you know, thank God for Section Eight. We was able to go up to the uh, <laughs> nicer part, of the, right. nicer part of the area. You know. So, a more affluent uh, area of Carlsbad High School. So, there's a rich history. You know, you got CIF, um, you know, CIF trophies all over the office. You know, coaches ready. You know, coaches ready there. You know, they walk around saying, "How you doing?" You know, they worried about what I'm doing in my in my personal right. life. You know, they just they care. They have great right. football knowledge. All really hey, learned again. Um, just and just so you know, I know about uh, Carlsbad uh, High School, um, their CIF, and uh, like I say, when I was at Sir High School, I was able to kind of. You know, get a general idea of some top schools in the country. Um, but hey, I, I want to ask you this though: How do you think the athletes today are compared to, like, you know, how we were when we were when we were in school? And I'm obviously talking from a student athlete perspective. So, how do you think athletes today, like this younger generation, how do you think they are, you know, at the high school perspective of a student athlete? What do you What do you think? You know, just give me a general idea of what your perspective your perspective is about the student athletes today. Yeah, what I see to, from them today is more it's more individual, it's more brand yes, driven. Sir. It's just more yes, about me. Sir. Yeah, it's just more about me, and I don't blame them because you get used, you're gonna get used, right? So you might as well use other people to get where you need to go. I I don't like right. it, but. It just has to be hey, I, I couldn't agree I with you blame. more because I was going to say it in that same aspect. These kids, this generation of athletes, like you said, their brand, they're so focused on their brand. You talk about social media. We talk about them. There's no I in team, but there's me, right? So there's a me. There's so many me. It's about me. Why? Because at the end of the day, when you get your scholarship, it's going to have your name on it, right? And you got to get out on the field and you got to perform. Mm-hmm. So these guys not only, and so so these guys are jumping shit, going to all these different schools for the exposure of the colleges, right? For the exposure. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't give a damn about the team perspective. It's just them. What can they do? How many catches can they get? How many yards can they get? How many pictures can they get off the internet? How many coaches can they talk to to be seen, to be known? They are thriving for. And again, I can't blame them because back in the day when we were playing, I know when I was playing, I really care like, oh shit, I got, I got a four star tight end on my team. I got a, I got a five star receiver on my team. We got great guys on there, and everything I thought about, I want. I, I got to pull my weight from my team. It was. It was like, hey, I know Cal Berkeley is here. Hey, I know USC is here. I know I play for, you know, the school. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a team A kind of. I'm a teammate kind of guy. These kids nowadays, these motherfuckers don't even care about the the school itself. They like, oh. <laughs> you feel me? Right. They like oh they transfer to high school. I, I, I play football. I'm the number super so you know, I'm the number three player in the country. They don't even say nothing about the school. They don't give any school no prof, no credit because they forget 
But I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in in, in in saying this, and it's like even when you're in the hood, you better get credit where credit is due. You gotta pay homage to where you come from and respect that. Because at the end of the day, that's who put you on. I don't give a damn what school it was at. You know what I'm saying? Give some of these schools some of this credit. But again, these guys are so focused on their brand and you know, and, and social media influenced them to, you know what I'm saying, uh be like that, that this generation of athletes. If you ask me, I, I don't I don't know how much longer it, it'll, it'll last. My question to you on, on that note is what do you see the the, the, the the span, the lifespan of a football player if this continues to pick up? I'm so yeah, as far as career, you know how that goes. As far goes. as career? <laughs> you know how that goes. I mean, some of these guys are so popular, you know, they could just keep it going after they retire. They could just True. be a personality. Oh, hey, <laughs> you gonna Johnny remember Manziel, right? he used to play football. <laughs> yeah, he's a little party boy. You know, everybody want to turn up with him. They can't even tell the difference, right. you know, between that, the hey, DB and the receiver. Yeah, you know? and that's crazy <laughs> because, like, they getting all this fame and, 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 and clout, whatever you want to call it. They get it off of, of of high school, man. And like I said, we this is locker room talk. And again, I remember being in locker room with dudes used to. We used to be hyped when we saw a coach come in with the letters for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Now, dudes take their letters and put them in their bag. <laughs> they go home. Like, you know what I'm saying? They go home and post it on the internet first. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They don't even they don't mm-hmm. even share with their teammates to kind of say, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is what this was going on. You know what I'm saying? This is what I got, to, you know, this is what I got today. They 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 so dope, they so low key with it. You know what I'm saying? They they want social media to, to see it first so bad. And I feel like with that with that being said though, it's gonna actually hurt the brand of high school ball if it continues because then it's gonna be a, a lot of less consistency. What I mean by that is a ninth grader. Let's say you nationally ranked, you know, as a ninth grader, you get some exposure. You're gonna transfer to another transfer to another school, and you're just gonna keep transferring so you can get more and more exposure to the point where you didn't spend four years at four different schools. Cool. Yeah, you could have you could have elevated you could have elevated that school because at the end of because at the end of the day, football is really about like, right. the relationship that you built, the people that mentored you, your friends. You're gonna hang it up one day. It doesn't matter if you a uh, ten right. year All Pro. You know, guys, these are people you're gonna call. You know, when you have a wedding or or people you're gonna confide right. in if somebody dies or something, but. Keep going to different places. Right. You're these, not these big schools. Nothing. Yeah, you're right. These big schools. That's, if that's you think crazy. about it, these big schools, these big high schools, like I'm gonna say St. John Bosco, you know that, and some. I mean, they do get a lot of transfers too, though. But some of those core guys, they're 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 three year program guys. Been in the program for three years. You know, it's rare to get a, a true freshman to come in. But when you get high school guys that are in the program for three years, they're bought in. You know, they're they're obviously understand that the goal is to win a championship. You know, to win their division. You know, then possibly go to state. When you get guys like that, we call them program guys. You know what I'm saying? When you get guys like that, it makes school so much more, you know, fun to be around. And it also makes the team a lot more, you know, a lot better. We talk about chemistry. Hey, Returnal Dog, you, hey, you know, you know, when you are playing, if it's not one fight in practice, it's too nice. It's too nice. Yeah. <laughs> we fighting in practice. <laughs> this fall, just this fall camp, because you know you're irritated. You around dudes all day. You know you there from you there from the morning. I mean, I remember we, we had three days when I played high school football. We had three days, so we was all irritated. You know, you mm-hmm. going against the same dudes. They talking shit. You know, you you know you getting chewed out. You know, in your meeting because you messed up. Yeah, I mean, it's a physical game. You know, 
people gonna play with the whistle, so you know right. there's gonna be some after the whistle. But, right. You know, it's all love. I mean, these the guys are too nice a generation, man. I'm telling you, I, I've been coaching, you know, at the high school level yeah. now for uh, my four, four years now, and I, I I can promise you, man. And I'm talking talking about from Cali to the Midwest. Not I haven't seen not I can count my fingers and within five years how many fights I've seen break out in practice. And bro, I know I know you remember this. I know you remember this. My first my first game in college when I transferred from JUCO. My first mm-hmm. game I pushed Buddy on kickoff. Like like I think it was like a uh, fish right. Fish was a uh, uh, he was blocking. Some dude got uh, got. Got crazy with with fish. I gave him a little shove. They I remember that the first I play remember, of the game. Yeah, I remember that. Try to kick me out. I do was, I was, nut, was going out. nuts, bro. You was going nuts, and that's the thing, bro. Because I remember yeah. when we first got there too. I was like, this dude came and came in going. He's gonna go crazy, and I can already tell. And, and dudes wasn't you know on that mindset. Your mindset was, hey, I'm just I'm just here to play football. I, I remember you saying, that. I'm just here to play football, man. I'm here to do my job. You know what I'm saying? Get better. I remember, bro, you used to say that all the time. And I remember that, dog. And I'm like, I I, I, I should have, you know, gave you an, some advice that it was just nice. That school was just too nice. You know, we wasn't really, they wasn't really, they wasn't really physical. They really wasn't, they really, you know, and even the coaches too. The coach was just nice. They wasn't, you know, they, they looked at a little bit of aggressiveness and a little bit of fighting with some type of anger and animosity towards your teammate instead of this being a football just being that's what that's what comes with football it's a lot of testosterone out there it's a lot of men out there moving each other around that's gonna happen i mean i just kept it in between the whistle i mean i was just frustrated man like my life before i transferred there was right. horrible i was halfway homeless yo mom not fuck with me daddy not fuck with me yo money is horrible right. just life is just not good you know i was living in the hood too i wasn't living in carlsbad no more you know i was in a horrible neighborhood I just needed to leave, you know, and the school gave me a chance. It was the only school that let me transfer big year. So I was like, bet, I got the money together. Somehow came to Iowa. I was ready to get it popping, you know. Everybody, I'm not going to say they was on that BS, but everybody else was just chilling. Hey, I, I wanted to make the hey, most of I'm the opportunity. Be, I'm be out with you, bro. When I first saw you, yeah. when I first saw you coming that cab, bro, you was getting every plate, bro. You was coming with plates and plates and plates. I'm like, this thing, I'm like, did they beat this thing? Yeah. Bro, I couldn't believe uh, it, bro. I was like, man, this thing is coming in here. He's finna get big. He here eating everything and anything he can get his hands on. Nah, cause I was I was capping on the weight on my highlight tape. It said I was two twelve, and then I did the bob pod. I was one ninety eight. So you want so to show? Like, uh, uh, then you got on capping, and you saw and we I, had a bunch of stick figures out there, and you kind of was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Nah. <laughs> nah, cause, cause it was like, all right, it's it's NAI, right. so they gonna make me play backer, bro. Like they gonna make me play backer, but I'm I'm a right. I'm a strong safety at hey, any other level. I'm be honest with you, hey, because yeah. I I remember, hey, share just this, you, you ain't gotta go too far to share your overall experience at the cliff. Not, I'm talking just strictly student athlete though. It's not a. At the top, it's not organized. It's not a. It's not a smooth operating operation of a school. So it's gonna trickle down to everything, athletics, academics. But there was great people there, so I think that's what made it an okay experience. I would say good, 
I won't say great, but it was a good right. experience. What about your overall. what about football wise though? Like <sighs> I was just I was just disappointed how, how lax everybody mm-hmm. was. Coaches, players. Did you feel like you got better? You got worse? Did you feel like that you did you feel like you re- you reached your full potential? <laughs> oh hell no. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> yes, no. I, I, uh, I, I'll be like, man. I'll be like, man, what if I went here instead? What if I just waited? But, you know, I don't want to take away the experiences right. that I had because I met a lot of great people like yourself, other people. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that. But at the end of the day, I got I to gotta be real with myself. There was plays there right. that had to be made. I didn't make some of them. I made That's just the truth. You know, if I was if I was this raw dude, then you know, could have made it happen. But I mean, right. there's other raw dudes next to me, and they was good sometimes. Sometimes they wasn't. Yeah. It's just that's the thing where you just can't let the the, the environment change you. Right, but that's true. It's, it's hard. It, it, I'll say that. Yeah, if if you have other opportunities to go elsewhere, or it's a better fit, if you have a better fit, go to the better fit. But I'm not gonna tell nobody to not go to Bayclips. <laughs> You know, there's some people who went, uh, right? Who've been there that went dumb, like like, like right. a boy reckless hey, straight. Hey, that, hey, that, that man was out there, got a <laughs> hey, got NFL looks uh, at the NAI level. I'm talking about these times where I'm playing next to the dude, and all I see is he had a key at cash, cash flying everywhere. I'm seeing him diving all over the pile. You know what I'm saying? Muscles flying everywhere, cleats in the air. Uh, dude, hey, dude, dude, dude was is a prime example of of what we talk about guys that wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Yeah, he wasn't supposed um, to be there. Nah. Was it? Was it? Is it? Was it anybody there though? Like at the cliff that like inspired you to just keep keep your head up and push forward, or it was just one of those things where you just knew that you had a mindset that you was there to get that degree. I was there, but people along the way, like yourself, you know, they always gave me gems and right. just things that you know ponder about. But I mean, I was yeah, I was inspired by the way some people play because they think of what I'm thinking. Right. Like, man, we here. <laughs> Right. And they still making plays, so I mean, there's, there's a few of those guys, but uh, there's more guys <laughs> I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, I almost went out of character a couple times, but you know, I had to remember why I went there. You know, I don't want to, I've been kicked out of places before, I've been shunned away. I swallowed my pride, I let a lot of things go. I could have, I could have been that man from, from, from right. out west if I, if I needed to, but I didn't. I didn't. I kind of had to like put part of myself away to get what I need. That's gonna help me in the future. Right. I guess that's just part of being a man. Hey, that's you know, that's, that's that's big facts. But, uh, I, I can, bro. I can remember like it was yesterday. I I committed to Upper Iowa Division Two school, and that's where I was going. You know what I'm saying? And I never heard of any I nothing. I'm gonna keep it all the way 100 with you. When I was a Bro, like I never facts, heard of facts. it. You feel me? And I'm thinking to myself, like NAIA, what? What? What is this? But like I said, I got a letter in the mail. I'm gonna, um, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm their like top recruit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I made me feel some type of way because I was an old head. I was 22 years old going into this, this, this transfer protocol. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, you know, when you when you think of that age, 22 years old, if you you should be on your way getting trying to get to the league at that point. You know what I'm saying? At some point in or, you know, at least focusing on getting a career and not nothing sports-wise. At 22 years old, I didn't have nothing going for myself. I really was banking on getting a scholarship, which I did to get out my environment. 
Um, but man, when I got to the cliff, man, I'm gonna be so honest with you. You had dudes looking like some shit off of his orange and new brown and shit. I mean, orange and new black and shit. They were fucking, they were fucking looking like they could like some project fat kids. Like, I'm like, damn, what the hell they get these little badass kids from? That's what I'm telling you. Like, it was some of the most mixed looking, yeah. non athletic guys, though. But it to me, and they heart was in the right place. Like, they they we had some dudes that really love the game of football, and you had some dudes that had no business out there. You know what I'm saying? You had, yeah. There, there was a bunch of like, yeah, there like, was a bunch of like, what the fucks over there? Not even on our team, but the other teams. I mean, I, there'd be games where we get in our ass whooped, and there'd be like some little slot the receiver. Fuck is or this? Nasty, like, bro. What the fuck? Yes, this nigga, this nigga try to block me. Yeah. I, I lock him out completely. I'm like, bro, I'm picking you up right now. Like, what is this? Right. I be, I was so perplexed. I'd be looking at the scoreboard and I look who I'm going against, and then I'm just. Yeah, it's, it's a weird hey, feeling. It's I ever felt like you look at a motherfucker, you size him up. Like I know I can whoop your ass. If it was just me and you, I'm whooping your ass nine times out of ten. But football wise, you, I got, I got eleven men. You know what I'm saying? That's that's better than our. That is better than our eleven. So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, it, it it comes down to we just wasn't a good football team. We just had you know dudes that some dudes wasn't ready. We had some dudes that wasn't athletically gifted enough, and he had sprinkling with a bunch of. You know, California talent that kind of came down to it. And me personally, I feel like I held my own good, you know, but I really wasn't happy about what I did as a person, you know, on the football field, because, again, I was 22 years old. And at the end of the day, I was like, I was going to do what was right for me and for my pride. Like when you coming from Cali playing a sport, like I couldn't that that wasn't going to sit well with me if I walked in the locker room and I didn't give up five catches for 150 yards. You feel me? Like, like, like I, I you ain't, you ain't gonna take the lid off me and I'm going to be comfortable with that. So I really took pride in this mind individual saying hey you know there's no I in team but I'm gonna do my job do my part of the team you know what I'm saying so that when I was done when I hung the cleats up I, I can say that there's nothing that I wanted from the game of football and that no one could say hey you remember when you got uh took up top no nah. I can say hey I remember I may have got ran over you know or yeah. missed a tackle you know what I'm saying but I'm gonna have more highlight plays and I'm gonna have negative plays and for me I felt like I did that so but oh, when I got to the clip though man you know for like you said a lot of great people, you know, I, I, a lot of great people. I made a lot of great connections, but at the end of the day, I didn't fulfill what I wanted to. And that's obviously winning more games and having a winning season, you know, and just being part of a say, hey, you know, we started this culture. You know, uh, I would have to say that, honestly, I gave, you know, two years as a player and then three years as a coach and everything was the same. You know, nothing ever changed, you know, from a player to lack of talent as a player. You know, we had not enough talent. Boom, shit sucked. It was bad. Embarrassing. Cool. Whatever. You know, um, playing in the middle of nowhere. You know, we look at our stands, ain't nobody there. Look at the other stands, they got 5,000 people in that motherfucker. How can I play in front of that? You know what I'm saying? So the lack of support yeah. from the school itself because the expectations wasn't there. Um, and then you look at, like, the local kids. Families didn't really give a fuck, but when they did, all they really cared about was what party we was going to, who house we was going to fuck up, who was blessing the bottle, you know, who wearing flannel, you know what I'm saying, who, hey, hey, what <laughs> you sleeping with, you know what I'm saying, like that. And so that, that, that right there had made me change my mindset, knowing that I was never going to get what I really wanted out of the game of football. But again, like you said, it, it, it helped me grow and develop, become the man that I am today. And I learned a lot of life lessons and how I am as a coach now. I always apply some of the things at Briarcliff of what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a lot of that. And then what? What, what yeah. can we do to get better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that was great. But um, anyway, enough of that. My uh, my last question, man, I really want to ask you 
you know what I'm saying, before we hop off this joint, man, uh, I feel like we, we really we really hit home with this one was, uh, do you have any advice, you know what I'm saying, this locker room talk right now, you know what I'm saying, this is what, you know what I'm saying, when we post this up, this is what's going to get people to talking. Do you have any advice that you can give to a, you know what I'm saying, a young athlete, let's say a young ninth grader, 10th grader athlete right now that's in search of, you know what I'm saying, or in peak, ready to become that athlete to the next level, you know, ready to make that move, you know what I'm saying, to just being a successful, uh, let's say, student athlete. So what, what type of advice you got for him? Shit, just mm. keep it real with yourself. Like, you know the truth on what you need to do. People going to gas you. People are going to underrate you severely. But you know how much work right. you need to be putting in. Like, just keep it real with yourself. Don't be disillusioned, man. Just... There's enough good coaches around. They're going to coach you up. They're going to tell you what to work on, how to work out. You know, if you're coachable and you're real with yourself, you'll make it as Facts. far as you need to be. Facts. Hey, I, look, I, I ain't say. got nothing to say with that, man. I, that shit really hit home. And I just hope that everybody, whoever listened to this tonight, to some of you young guys, and just spread the message about this, you know what I'm saying, this locker room talk. Um, hey, Matt, I appreciate you uh, getting on here with me, man. And we're going we gonna to definitely tap in soon. Yeah, all right, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bro.